by this point you should know it's a podcast you should know you're the one who put it on your phone marty DeRosa and joe kilgallen host they don't care if this rhymes eat their butts eat their butts welcome to the podcast you should know this is the podcast you should know i'm joe kilgallen i am marty DeRosa. And we are coming through both of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Engineer Joe. I apologize for my poor sound engineering. Our last few podcasts had it so that when you were listening in your headphones, one of us would go through one ear, one would be the other ear, or just go through one ear. I don't know. The, my be- you couldn't figure out why we're doing I, I were using my, my podcast equipment because yours, I don't know, I'll have to figure it out. But we had, we had uh, uh, it was Tony Blanco who wrote us. And was telling us about it, uh, and he was saying that it sounded like I was ignoring you because you were talking. Because he was like at the bank or something or the grocery store, and he said he only had one earbud in, and it was like you were talking, and he couldn't, and I, what he wouldn't hear me because I was in the other ear. And he said he thought I was like ignoring you. And you were just like, you ever seen that movie? That here it was how it goes. Hey, hey, uh, you ever seen uh, you ever seen that movie? It's a good movie, right? Yeah, I thought it was fucking great. And he thought I was just like fucking no selling you the whole time and not talking to you at all. Hey Joe, where are we recording from today? And now someone's probably going, wait a second, is this, is this guy so rich he has two kitchens, one in LA and one in Chicago? No, I don't. I'm actually the poorest I've ever been. Things are looking up. Can I? I mean, we have a lot. This is a. Sh- First of all, what am I talking about? Yeah. We haven't been in the same in the same state. We have not. You've been here in Chicago. I've been back in Los Angeles. And we're not one of these fucking Skype podcast guys. That ain't us. That ain't us. It ain't us. It's never been us. We're in person people. But enough, 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 Joe. Stop. You shut your mouth right now, because you are the number one album on the iTunes comedy charts. Joe fucking Kilgallen. The pride of Chicago, you you did it. You're number one. I'm number one, man. I feel great about it. It's uh, it was a roller coaster from morning <laughs> to afternoon yeah. of refreshing the iTunes comedy charts, checking out my phone, checking out my computer, giving people updates, and I feel like that's what helps sell a lot of copies. Because you know, personal, you gotta personally really do it. I, and I think I sent messages I'd like to think a couple of my tweets helped. And when I tell them to do something, they fucking do it. They fucking do it. So, yeah, because I think people like the idea of, I remember being like, I'm at number eight now. Mm-hmm. Number six. And they're on board. The people who bought, yes. they're on board. They're, they're part of it. Yes, they're rooting. You know, I'm, I'm, that, I'm that underdog wrestler. And they want to see me, you know, get, get some esteem going into, esteem, is that the word? Get some momentum going to, say, the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. There. You're on the road. So, like, in wrestling... When the Rumble's over and they're going to Mania, it's like we got to fucking, we got to, it's the road to WrestleMania. Yes. And we got to kill it. You were on the road to number one. The album's called Pay Attention. I recorded it almost nine months ago, so it did not come out very quickly. Uh, it, was, it wasn't the smoothest process, but I, I mean, there's so many people who think. I'll hey, it's your first solo album. Yeah. You live, you learn. Yeah, there was just some stuff. I think I expected a very quick turnaround. Where, yeah. You, know, you depended on dummies. You depended on some unreliable dummies. Sure. He's not listening. 
This cold, this cold of yours is bothering me. Not bothering me, but I'm a little scared. I, I cannot get sick, Joe. Right, I cannot get sick because I... A true cold. I'm not coughing. I'm not sneezing. I'm just a little stuffed, stuffed up, and I feel like it's from allergies. Here's what happened to me last Thursday. Woke up in Los Angeles, 102 degrees. Gross. Last week, it was Gross. I was in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Almost so cold that I almost had to, had to ask my buddy who I was staying at. Matt, Matt, can I get another blanket in my room? Yeah, they're like almost inverted. They're just not, they're not well defined. They're not well defined. So anyway, so you know, wake up there in 100 degree weather, get in a plane, Spirit Airlines, the guy next to me smelled like he had a dead tooth, probably did. And that was brutal, you know, to have two people. I just flew Frontier, so we are killing it on the airline front. We are the jobbers of the sky. Fuck. It's like the Greyhound and the Megabus. And then uh, I get into Chicago. It was a little rainy. I kind of welcomed that, though. But then after doing a quick set of laughing, I drove straight up to Appleton, Wisconsin. Got yeah. Like 2 That's the Skyline, Skyline Comedy Skyline Cafe. Comedy yeah, they won't book me, so they can, uh, they can f- think about booking me again. I canceled. I canceled on them. And, uh, yeah, well, you know. Well, you know. I've already done fantastic in that room, Joe. It's not a question. But anyway, whatever. That's... That's just uh, that's just mismanagement there on their part. Yeah. So anyway, like my day, I went from 100 degrees to like almost below 60. So oh my god! You poor so baby. Really just stuffed up. This isn't a cold. This is more and a lot of allergies. I feel like because I have not been coughing. Yes. I have not been sneezing. I have no runny nose. And because of that, I feel like this is not a cold that's contagious. There's nothing for you to worry about. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Right? I'm just saying, Joe. I know you need to stay healthy. There's going to be some people very upset if I show up to my new job with the sniffles. I don't want to brag, Joe, but I am going to be the online face of uh, Silk Silk's uh, Meatless Monday Nights. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing. I got some. Com- I've got some commercial. Silk is milk. And uh, they have. I mean, they have almond milk. They have soy milk. Cashew milk. It's just. But anyway, it's. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to. I'm on their website. That's why I can say. It. But I'm gonna go to like. I'm gonna have a commercial to probably be on in between watching. Wrestling videos online, and what'll happen is I'm gonna go to a bar, I guess, and like be like, "Hey, you can you believe that thing you're eating is made with silk?" Yes. I don't. It's just gonna be a sports. It's, it'll be a sports bar because it's Meatless Monday nights, so or Meatless Monday night. That's what I, when I when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about the Kevin, uh, Kevin the, the Chris Farley. Uh, uh, SNL sketch with like we replaced your coffee with Folgers and he's like you son of a bitch and got all angry. I imagined I imagined that was going to be uh, the commercial or whatever. So we'll see, but it'll be on. Um, it'll be on uh, probably like a like an in between YouTube videos. Like I said, it's for online. So so yeah, we're just killing it. We're killing life. We're killing life, Joe. We are just killing life. You're back in Chicago, running around with uh, Chicago shirts. The U. I didn't see the whole thing because you fucking came here while I was watching it. All right, it's it's, it's very sweet. They're they're good people over there, and they helped me um help me plug my album. Damn. What's the matter? Couldn't get on Man Cow this morning. Couldn't get on the cow. The cow is now on. Yeah. Why don't you call old Pat Pat Tomasulo, friend of the show. 
lives in the neighborhood. Saw, saw him and the wife the other day while I was going out for my morning uh, lunch. <laughs> they were walking a dog. No, I don't know if they were. Yeah, they're walking a dog, I think. Yeah, they're walking a dog. A little frightened of your dog. People are frightened of her. They shouldn't be, though. She's very gentle. And if she barks at you, it's because you're a piece of shit. Is there anything in particular during the show that was a highlight for you? Uh, we, and we could put a link up of you on the show. We've got Joe doing a little little time at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, it looks like. Yes. Never had the pleasure. Thank you, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, the highlight for me, well, they showed me... Uh, this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we, we just had a run-in here on the podcast. Uh, the beautiful Martin Morrow, very talented uh, African-American comedian, uh, walked into the kitchen slash podcast area in, I'm going to call them spandex booty shorts, gold, with the uh, the tie, like almost like a football uniform type yeah. tie. Um, if, if, if you were a wrestler and you maybe played football for the saints they're gold i would say eh, it's a little weird but okay but the fact that you're not and you're just wearing just the shorts it looks ex- how would you describe what you're wearing uh as a beefcake um outfit and this is all for gags yeah this is funny he came to the refrigerator like nothing's wrong yeah. dressed like one of dalton castle's uh man man slaves yeah He had a whole outfit. Yeah. Really ah, you should try silk. Silk, that's, it is. Silk. Oh. Silk with, uh, with honey. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's good for the body. I'm kind of their spokesperson now. It's not a big deal. I'm just kidding. I know. All right, Joe. Let's get into it. You, you're on WCAU. They're showing pictures of you and the misses at a Cubs game. Yes. Yeah, so oh no, no, no. This isn't a Cubs game. You're, you're in a Dodgers game, right? Oh, let me. You know what? Let's, let's fucking, let's get into it. Here we go. Sports. Uh, what's with these fucking piece of shit 49er fans? Did you see the clip of that security guard who basically saved that dude's life? No, I didn't see this. These animal, animal 49er fans. And this isn't the first time they've been pieces of shit. Uh, they, oh, yeah, they pretty much beat the shit out of a, a fan. And uh, the security guard. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to put 49ers fans attack Vikings fan. But basically, if the security guard wasn't there, this dude would have been dead or brain dead or whatever. Um, let's see. One day ago. This is it right here. So I'll just kind of explain what's happening while Joe watches. Basically, there's a crew. There's a crew. Now, there's the security guy in the yellow. If you guys haven't seen it, there's basically five guys. And there's some girls in there, too, getting in some shots. Uh, way to go, ladies. You can be pieces of shit, too. Feminism. And uh, what's happening is there's a security guard who's basically trying to throw these people off and help this dude. Had that security guard not been there, these are not the people who would have stopped no. at any point. No, uh, and no one else is really doing anything. Everybody else is kind of just like in shock, probably, that this is happening. Um, but some Niners fans uh, did jump in. I hope. Oh, look at that fucking lady, that piece of shit lady. That dude should have punched her in the fucking face. Ugh. Is this guy helping or kicking? Is he helping or hurting? Yeah, if that woman that he did get a little shot to. I'm sorry, you run in and you start kicking people in the face. Yeah, you should get shoved back. Cause then she'd yeah. This now this now this right here. This right here is where I, I love when social media is like, hey, we can find these people. Yes. You know? 
That is, there are some things, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. There are things like today where people rally around something. Uh, there was a story today about a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> I love how you threw it to yourself. You know what that's very similar to? 9-11, okay? SmackDown was the first live event after 9-11. A lot of people don't want to give WWE credit for that. But Stephanie McMahon was in the ring. And instead of just being like, hey, this is, this is a fucking great thing. We're here. We're not going to be deterred. We're not going to let the terrorists win, as they were saying. She goes, you know, this is a lot like when the U.S. government tried to attack my father and put him in jail. And he fought. It was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Anyway, go ahead. Say what you're saying. All right. What I'm saying is that, uh, yeah, so when, they, when there's justice like this, I like that. Yeah. And there's another thing where the Internet seems to be on the right side of this for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Lose all faith in humanity. There was a boy in Texas, 14 years old. Yeah. He got arrested. Mm-hmm. He was a suspect of, of making a bomb. What it wasn't. Was oh, like, the clock thing. He brought it to school. He was a Middle Eastern kid, right? Or... Yeah, he's a Middle Eastern kid named Ahmed. So, of course, the red flag goes up. But he built the clock as part of a science experiment thing. And what's really funny about it was the, the police officers were like, well, it was ticking. And then there are all these people like, hey, idiots, it's only a movie. And they handcuffed him, right? They handcuffed him, right? Yeah, they handcuffed him. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's weird because it's one of the few times where I've seen both the right wing and left wing of my Facebook news feed agree with each other. Let me ask you this question, Joe. You're out in Los Angeles, California. Uh, That girl who did the the fat shaming video, they're calling it? She's Canadian, though. Okay. She's not a Los Angeles comedian? Canada. Okay. Uh, But it was taken off of YouTube? No. She tried to say it was, but people... Oh, okay. She pulled it down because... Oh, Okay. Because I was going to say, I, I can, I, I, I saw the one dude who did his rebuttal or whatever. Totally fine. Sure. To- totally fine. I'm sure it helped his career. Um, but as far as people being like, and the comedians being like, that shit needs to be taken down. Why? No, I don't think it needs to be taken down. That's fucking censorship. Yeah. Let the market regulate itself. Well, yeah, which the market did. Everyone said screw her. And she's the worst person in the world. Yeah. I'm not I'm not for fucking let's take it down. No, That's that. That. It's very hypocritical when especially when the left does this where they're like oh this video Hey, hey, easy Nick DiPaolo. Easy Nick DiPaolo. Uh you can't have it both ways. I say like you said it's censorship. I don't want censorship. I am going to fight for your right to say whatever you want even if what you're saying is the most offensive thing to me. Yeah. It's like an old expression. Cuz I mean the idea is then eventually you'll say something and someone will go, oh, Joe, I don't like what you said there, buddy. Well, exactly. I, I, did, I did a show in early August mm-hmm. at a bar, and I'm not going to name the show, just a show in Silver Lake, which okay. is, you know, uh, hipsterish, uh, very PC part of L.A. Mm-hmm. And the joke itself, I did it ever at other venues, which had a diverse crowd, and people loved it. And this joke, in which I make reference to an Asian stereotype, I'm not using the stereotypes, I'm trying to, like, say the stereotypes, are, I'm trying to break down stereotypes, you know what I mean? Right. And... The girl got very upset, even though what I was talking about was Asian guys. I was saying Asian guys know for having little dicks. And she interrupts by going, Asian guys are doing just fine. And then I go, what the fuck, you take a census? Pipe down, sweetheart. Yeah. Ooh, pipe down, sweetheart. Pipe down, sweetheart. But I'll admit the exchange between her and I could have been handled way smoother. I wasn't on my A game as far as crowd control. But I yeah. feel like she was out of line for heckling. And it yeah. And worse throughout the night. But it's a great example. She interrupted when I, I talked about Asians because she's Asian. But when I mentioned the other ethnicities... Sure. She, yeah, well, it's like, you know, you do a, a a cancer joke. 
and someone doesn't say anything. But then you you do a joke about like AIDS, no, AIDS. and then it's like, well, you laughed at cancer. Yeah. You're a cancer laugher. You yeah. can't fucking. You're an AIDS ignorer. You're an AIDS ignorer. So what's going on in sports, Joe? On Let's do the week in sports. Right now, week one of the NFL season wrapped up a couple nights ago, Monday night. Uh, some surprising uh, upsets. Okay. Colts lost to the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Bills. Wow. Sorry, Colts. I don't know why I care. <laughs> Is that is that the Rex Ryan coached Buffalo Bills with the dude who knocked out the quarterback and knocked him out for six weeks or whatever? Yeah, was Fuck yeah. Those Bills got attitude. I love the Bills back in the early 90s. Yeah. Because my dad always said, if you're going to be a Bears fan, you better pick an AFC team to like too. Ah, nice job, dad. So I, I just randomly chose the Buffalo Bills, and then they went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all four. Could you even imagine losing four? Did they use four in a row or like? My God. Was that the Giants one? Yeah, where they missed the field goal at the end. That's what uh, was inspired by the uh, Lace is out. Einhorn, Norwood, Norwood. Anyway, um, that's a bummer. Fuck, to lose four in a row. Boy, yo, yo. How fucking crazy would that have been had they won like the last, the fourth one? I bet that probably would have erased everything. Like, like the only like only Buffalo can do. Oh man! Moving to baseball, races are heating up. I thought you almost said racism is heating up. In baseball, racism is heating up. What's going on? We almost time for the playoffs. Jesus Christ! Baseball. What are we gonna finish up in? Yeah. The Cubs play a one game playoff at Wrigley. Say they go down one nothing in the first. All the crowd will be like, here we go again. Stay more Cubs, even though sure. it's a completely different team. They just happen to wear a Cubs jersey like they're familiar with. I don't understand how dumb sports fans are like that. That's why I kind of wish wrestling was my number one thing, like you. Yeah. Because it's individuals. You know? It's not like you're going to be like, same old this guy. Well, there's a lot of times we say same old WWE. Oh, you can say same old WWE. Sure. You never say, like, you know, same old Daniel Bryant. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll both still watch if it's garbage. Okay. I love you said that, like Marty. You know that, right? I've never heard of Bryce Harper in my life. Never heard of him. What team is he on? Oh, okay. Beautiful beard, handsome as fuck. Jesus Christ! I hate. You know, this is my new thing. These perfect guys. These cool dudes were everything. I bet I bet every pair of jeans Bryce Harper owns fits him like a fucking glove. Yeah. I bet every fucking t-shirt is perfectly broken in. And it, just like these fucking cool guys. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it feel, if, if it's on him perfectly. It feels like it was tailored for him. Okay. Okay. You're speaking Spanish to me right now. Oh my god. I'm gonna say this because I already forgot all those people's names you said. I don't think I can name two players 
in, in Major League Baseball. I can't. I'm so fucking out of baseball right now. Uh, hold on. Is Ken Griffey Jr. still playing baseball? No. Shit. Um, yeah. Something cool recently. A Rod. Awesome. Is A Rod still playing? Yes, A Rod's still playing. All right, got. There's one. And uh, Jeter retired. Fuck. Nomar. <laughs> anyway. I know. This is not fun. It's not fun either. Someone's mad at me. What did he do, Joe? Oh, Joe. Yeah. How would the NFL know? NHL. How would the NHL know? If you're the Blackhawks, if you're the Blackhawks and a team like the Buffalo Sabres are like, we'll take that dude. You just got to get rid of him if you're the Blackhawks. Dude's a liability. It was funny when I got back in Chicago. That was one of the hot things. And I remember listening to Boars and Bernstein, who are my favorites as far as sports tacos. And you had a lot of these. Uh, yeah, I know. And they had, uh, they had, they were talking about uh, Kane. And, uh, you know, you had your, uh, hey, let's, uh, let's leave this young man alone till it's all figured out in court. I'm like, if this were a black wide receiver on the Bears. This guy, this guy is a punk, and he's nothing but trouble, and you need to get rid of him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with that thinking, though, because the Bears did that stupidly with Cedric Benson years ago. Cedric Benson essentially got arrested for being a black guy on his own boat. Wait, 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 wait. Remember Cedric Benson? He got a DUI on his boat, no. which you can't, which everybody's drunk right in their boats. But there was, there, who's they arrested him for drinking on his own boat? Who's, who's the other? Who's the dude? Who's the dude? Uh, he not Erlacher, but the other linebacker. He like had <laughs> just left it on the on the expressway. Oh, it's awesome! Yeah. Did he say someone stole it? Yeah. He called Ray Donovan. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's the same thing as John Bones Jones. He got in a car. He got in that car wreck, and he grabbed a bunch of shit out of the car and ran and ran away. That's they must. That's what their agents say. Probably just run, get the fuck out of there. Your honor, my client could have been anywhere at that moment. Oh, and that was the, that was the other thing too. Listen to to uh, the sports talk. It's like, what was she doing at his house, huh? It doesn't matter. She could go there. Exactly. She, she can go wherever she wants. She could be naked as fuck in his bedroom and go. You know what, man? You know what, man? I don't think I'm gonna do this. And you know what he has to say? Cool. I respect that. But he was, you know, probably a drunk piece of shit. And you know, whatever. 
on these bad guys, those little silly spaz guys, the guys most likely to like, you know, knock over a tray of drinks drunk. Be like, eh. Believe me, I have famous friends too. Hulk Hogan, great friend of mine. Never heard him use the N word once. Turn on the TV one day, I'm like, oh shit, Terry, you fucked up. You know, I can't do that fucking joke really anymore. Though. Yeah. 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 And now because of it, it's a really hard joke to think because immediately when you bring it's a trigger word. Yeah. Like I have, a, I have a joke where I talk about Caitlyn Jenner, and it's you know it's nothing really negative, but as soon as I say Caitlyn Jenner, the crowd goes. Ooh. You know, you got would it would it help would it work if you did The Rock and Dwayne? Yes. Why don't you just try that, Joe? Why don't you just try that? Oh, try that. Just do Dwayne. This is what I need. Dwayne. Do it. Do it like a kind of shitty like how punk used to call him Dwayne. Dwayne. Well, that's awesome. Uh, it's like riding a bike, Joe. It's like riding a bike. I was in Denver, Colorado for the Lucha Libre and Laughs event at the Oriental Theater. It's a beautiful fucking old school venue. Uh, they throw a ring on the stage and they have stand up and they have uh, comedy. So you do a set and then you go sit with the announcers uh, and you just fucking make fun of the live wrestling. And it's fantastic. Met some fucking sweethearts. Uh, met some absolute sweethearts. Xander Creed, Sammy Six Guns. You guys are fucking sweethearts. Uh, it was very awesome. It was very cool to be there. I did not, because it is it is legal as shit there. But I uh, might have taken a drug test for something, so I couldn't. And I tell you what, Joe, uh, I I didn't miss it all that much. Uh, there were a lot of breweries there. I drank a lot of... This is me at a brewery in Denver. Hey, what tastes like a Bud Light? <laughs> and then I would get something that tasted like a Bud Light. But it was great. Um, I mean, unless it tastes like a Bud... Whatever, like, the, like we were at the... Uh, we were at one brewery. Uh, and, it, and basically, like I said, I was just like, whatever tastes like a Bud Light, I'm into. And... Uh, Oh, you think beers have changed a whole lot? I think in the last decade or so, every time I go to a place, they'll be like, hey, have you tried the sugar nuts gumball fish face? I mean, I get it. But De- but Denver prides themselves on their craft beers. And how's it? Uh, Ratio Brewery? Ratio Brew Works, whatever you want to call it. Well, they had this thing called the Domestic, and I was I was taking those down. You got Elevation to deal with? Oh, yeah. Some people Some people fear it. I welcome it. It's like super beers. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was great. And um, I had a lot of fun out there. And uh, I'm feeling better. I have a new therapist. She's a lady. <laughs> Joe. One million percent inappropriate. Um, well, it's fun. It's new. She, she challenged me. No, let me see it. Let me see it. Have you used it yet? Have you... Here's what I liked. Here's what I liked. Now, here's my thoughts on on Denver, and it it's not it wasn't as bad in L.A. But um, here were some of the reasons. Would you tell me you were an angry person? They gave you this medical or marijuana card, and the doctor said, "What's your problem?" And you like punch holes in the walls. Sure. Did I think you were an undercover cop? Hello. I'd like to apply for a medical marijuana card. Yeah, can I get 
in. Oh. So they had me both paperwork, pretty standard. Give them the paperwork, a couple minutes go by. They go, all right, the doctor will see you. Know, the doctor will see you. Did they do air quotes? The doctor. <laughs> the doctor will see you. So then I went into a room in which there was a laptop, much like the one right in front of us. Yes. And I Skyped with the doctor. The doctor wasn't actually there. Motherfucker. finishing a bagel. He was like, so, uh. So Joe, right? Uh, Jesus. There, Joe? Jesus. Like, I, I have like anxiety and some depression. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. Well, it's, uh, that's no good. Do you think marijuana is going to help that? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do I admit that I've tried yeah. it before? I'm like, yeah, actually, I've, I've tried it and it's worked. Yeah. You know, I want to go by the legal way. Yeah. It's like, all right, all right. For depression and anxiety, we, let's get you the blue dream. Mm, okay. It's a good strand. I think you'll really like it. It's going to help you out a lot. There you go. And then I'm like, okay. One thing I've noticed. Now this is this is sort of the that's the medical marijuana route in California. So in Denver, it's just you know free to all. Um, it was funny. Like I was at every show I was at, there was usually someone I could point out and be like, "That person's too high to be out in public right now." It was kind of funny, um, but the crowds are very very mellow, very nice. I love the crowds there because they're so mellow. Uh, I, before I left, I was having some issues with uh, rowdy hecklers in the crowd, kind of drunks, and I almost lost my cool at a show. <sighs> rowdy Piper, fuck. And remember about half a week before? Dusty. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't half a week before, but Maybe two? four or five days before Rowdy died, I hit you up. Remember, I wanted, because we could have gone and seen the nerd dog. That's right. I yeah. Shit. Oh, thanks a lot, depression. <laughs> Could have saw Piper before he kicked the old bucket. Yeah. That's awesome. He's the first to have his name oh, it's very cool. Very cool. And one of the dudes in the kilt. You ever see the program? Duh. The guy who plays Vladimir, the guy who was like headbutting glass with like yeah. That guy was there. Uh, and and he was the star, uh, not the star, but he was one of the head uh, uh, neo Nazis in uh, Higher Learning. Yes, he was. He had a run, man. He had a run. He had a run. He was in um, Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk, and I think he may have been a, a low a low character in Any Given Sunday. Who was he in Batman Returns? I don't remember that at all. I think I'd given up at that point on those movies. Hot Garbage City. <laughs> Fuck those movies. Well, yeah, anyway, he was there, a big guy. He was big. I, I liked that movie, The Program. Yeah. Meet Haddish, but it was a fucking good flick. It pumped you up. Just watching high school at the time. Here's my favorite part of the program. And whenever we would play football, I would always uh, make jokes about it. Uh, when Omar Epps, the running back, whenever he, remember they had to tell people, hey, don't lay in the streets like those crazy kids in the program. Remember they were doing that stunt? Omar Epps, when he was the running back and blockers would be in front of him, he'd be like, here we go now, come on, move to the left, here we go. Like that was his big, yeah, he would like call it. Here we go, here we go, get him on my right, here we go. I thought that was the best. Yeah, so that was... uh, Yeah, I f- I'm trying to think. Like he seemed like he was like 30. <laughs> he he seemed older than Scott Bakula in Necessary Roughness, yes, he did. God, which is back on Netflix. Necessary Roughness, it, uh, it or it was. They might have. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, she's a babe. I bet she still is a babe. I bet it. I bet. I'm not going to lie. These chairs are a little sticky. They'll get you. They'll get you. Should we announce the big news of the podcast? We're going to keep this podcast short because we're going to my album release party. Sure. And, um, and we got to, we got to, we got to maybe talk about some docs and then. Yeah. Well, but, but yeah, just whatever. We'll talk about docs then. Sure, we'll save it for the end. Save it for the end. All right. Uh, you seen any lately? Yes, I watched one recently. What have you seen? Damn it! What was it called? What was it about? Shit. What was it about? Um, it was called uh, Hot Girls Wanted. It was from Rashida Jones. It was like yeah. So basically, basically, your your uh, your brazzers, your vivid, those are the WWE. Okay, those are the those are the feds you want to be at. You sure? I like that guy. He made a good point. Um, but that's where you want to be. Uh, this is the this is the indie feds, like the death match indie feds, because these girls. You watch that documentary, and uh, I have, I have, and I've also seen a lot of porn stars. Uh, talk about it and say like, you know, these are these are girls who are getting roped in some to some not some great people. Might be one of those where they're like, I mean, like us, we'll do a show at a, a bar and be like, well, fuck that, I'm never doing that place again. Yeah, yeah it's one of those growing pains that happens. But um, it talks about girls going to Miami. Yeah, Miami. Which is. Did you know they're filming in Florida now? A lot of porn. Yeah. I know. Sure. Going to Vegas or Florida because there's dudes who will be like, "Oh man, a condom just takes me out of it, takes me out of it." Whatever. No, I go. Oh, there's a condom. That's the that's 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 what's kind of fucking up your brain, actually. That's the part. All that all those dopamines. Um, but I think that there's a lot of, uh, that was a good, it was an interesting documentary. It was one of those where afterwards I had a couple people who were like, can you watch porn now after that? I was able to, I was also able to eat a Big Mac after Super Size Me, um, which is not a joke. Well, I mean, yeah, I could, I've watched porn after that, but I, didn't, I never watched that scummy, low rent bullshit porn. I never like, I don't like porn where women are, are degraded like that. that yeah. If I don't want to do it, I can't watch someone else like, you know, fucking lose, slap your stupid bitch with a dick. The choking. You've heard me. You've heard me on stage talk about this stuff. How it's sometimes it's just too like, and it's like I don't want to feel fucking sad for somebody and be like, do I need to call nine one one? I feel sad. I don't feel sad. I want to feel like they're empowered. They're choosing to do this, and they really just did run out of sugar, and they need to borrow from the yeah. And then they fuck. You know. My uh, my documentary that I want to recommend. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen it yet. It's not out yet. Um, it's coming out very soon. Um, from what I've heard about it. Uh, and what I've seen about it, it's fucking awesome. Now, I l- you know that I love terrible movies. It's my favorite thing next to wrestling. Now, uh, there's a company that back in the 80s was just fucking cranking out some awesomely bad movies called Canon, Canon Films. Their logo kind of looked like a like a, a six-sided kind of uh, little design, almost like, I don't want to say an octagon, but it's six sides. But anyway, um, so they put out a bunch of Chuck Norris movies, a bunch of ninja movies. They put out the Masters of the Universe movie that was horrendous. Um, so basically, this movie is going to be all about all their terrible movies. There were these two uh, cousins, 
uh, who were like in charge of it. They came from from Israel, and this was like their dream to put out these movies and everything. And it was just kind of like, yeah, we'll just make the movie; it'll be fine. And they're like, yeah, but that's kind of terrible. Ah, let's just make the movie. So to me, it's just like I can't wait to see this movie, and I'm so excited. Normally, obviously, you just get all your movies on iTunes and all that stuff, but for me, I ordered it. It was only like nine bucks. I bought it on Amazon or something, and as soon as it comes out. It will be sent to me. So, again, it's called Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. And I cannot wait for it to be in my hands. You used to use Electric Boogaloo in roast jokes. Remember that? Who did? You did. You used Electric Boogaloo. I think it was Dean Carlson at the roast of Mike David. Yeah? Uh, oh, Dean Carlson to Electric Boogaloo or something like that. Let me look him up. Dean Carlson's a great dude, though. I was just on Dean's podcast. The DNP. The DNP. I had a blast. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Dean's great. Something, something to Electric Boogaloo. Well, it's the breakdance movie. And that's what they, they talk about, uh, breakdancing. That's, that was the funny, yeah. It's a great joke. God damn, I'm a good, I'm a good, I'm a good, I'm a good joke writer. So that's, so we're at about 36 minutes in. Joe, anything else, uh, anything else on your mind? Well, we covered the documentary. I recommend it. It's a good, it's a good rack. It's interesting. If there's something that you want to, you want to watch right now. If, if you had to say, but Marty, I want to watch a documentary right now. What can I watch? Here's the thing, too. You ever watch old movies that you haven't seen in a while, and you're like, I can't wait to fucking watch this? Yeah, I recently watched the movie Heathers. <sighs> What'd you think? Held up. I, man, I rented the, uh, I bought, fuck, on a whim. Not on a whim. I bought uh, all three versions, all three uh, movies in the decline of Western civilization movie so the first one was about the punk scene in la the second one was about uh, heavy metal and the third one's about kind of like uh, gutter punks in la i just remember loving that movie and i watched it again and i was kind of bored out of my mind with it the heavy metal one is still pretty fun and awesome uh but part one and part three i was just kind of like man i'm just fucking bored out of my mind well they used to love those movies so now I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But Western Civil, Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, if, if you have the opportunity to just get one of those, that's the one. It's basically a documentary on uh, heavy metal bands, kind of a snapshot of your, from your most biggest, you know, Kiss, Motley Crue, Poison, to down to the fucking, where the, you know, uh, I forgot what some of the bands are, and people are going to be like, how could you not remember? Uh, but, you know, and you got a lot of these people where they're just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and there was a lot of people who were just kind of like, the big question was, you know, the the director, she would be like, what if you don't make it? And everyone's just like, not a chance, I'm going to make it. And you're just like, wow, I would love to know now maybe what. That's the thing, too, when you're kind of watching. Sure. Well, but here's the thing. You know, these dudes are, are playing in bands with their buddies one week, and then they're on the road. There was one band. It was so funny. There was one band. Uh, I forgot who they, they had like this song, like, oh, fuck, I can't remember the band's name. But they were like, this is the band you joined to quit to become famous. And they were like, dudes quit this band to join Guns N' Roses. Dudes have quit this band to join Poison. Dudes have quit this band to join Motley Crue. You know what I mean? It's like, we're the band you quit to become famous. And uh, and they were at some L.A. rock club. And uh, they were like, all right, they're filming this, so fucking get crazy. And like... The guy's already arguing with somebody in the crowd, and he's like, well, then fuck you, asshole. And then he's like, we got these motherfucking commies over in Russia. And he's like, you got a problem with us? You come over here, motherfucker. And they're trying to light a Russian flag on fire, and it's like not catching on fire. And he's like, this song's called Russian Winter. And it was just like so funny. 
God, I love it. You know, the weird thing about Guns N' Roses is considered heavy metal, but they weren't. Yeah. They were they were smart. They kind of looked the, they looked the part a little bit. They looked like a heavy metal band. Um, sure, I think that's a thing. Hairsprayed up dudes. Yeah, the hairspray bands, I think they call them. I mean, they had some songs you could consider metal, but to me, they were just kind of rock and roll. You know what I'm getting a lot of? You know what I can't get people, you know what I can't get people sold on? Soaked in Bleach. Fuck off, really? I, you know how many people I've gotten sold on that? Like, you really watched that movie? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And they didn't like it. Oh, I don't know if they, if someone said they watched it, I'm like, well, what about the fucking private investigator and all that stuff? Yeah. The doctor said it wasn't a suicide though. She's the one that said he took sixty pills and the doctor was like, It wasn't that many. What is she talking about? And, but that story got buried because mm-hmm. love just blabbed and blabbed to the press. She rewrote that narrative. Yeah. And, and plus like the way that when they did that, Someone's listening right now going, oh, I thought they could go a whole episode without talking about Nirvana <laughs> Kurt Cobain. <laughs> did you see uh Straight Out of Compton? No, I haven't seen a movie in like fucking eight weeks. You're crazy. Yeah, out of your mind. Like, yeah, take your family to so straight out of Compton. Yeah, you do. It's a great, it's a great way to pass time with people you don't want. Who came to your? Who came? Who came? Who? Who? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I also saw the Young Bucks documentary. You can get that at highspots.com. Great. Check that one out. At the theater? I saw motherfucking Straight Outta Compton. I saw The Gift recently. That was fantastic. I saw End of the Tour about David Foster Wallace. That was fantastic as well. Jake Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what, that movie, I remember watching it with somebody, and we were like, if this movie ends right now, I'm going to fucking punch the TV, and it ended. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's not cute, guys. Yeah. Sure. Sure. No, it's fine. You can do that. Guess what? I just won't watch your next, I watch Drinking Buddies, and guess what? This new one of yours, not going to watch it. Not going to watch it. Was it filmed in Chicago? No, it's in the Hollywood Even more reason not to watch it. Not interested. Star of uh, Drinking Buddies, though. Um, that Duplass guy? Mark? Mark Duplass? Or Dupus? Duplass? He was in it, though, right? No. He wasn't in it? Whatever. Go see Creep. Watch Creep on Netflix with Mark Dupas. Fucking cool. It's a good, good fucking flick. No, no. We have sad news. I'm dying. That's why I moved back to Chicago. I'm dying. Oh, super herp. No, that didn't happen. I'm here. I'm moving in Chicago now. I am. I don't feel like we can fly. We don't have the kind of budget. 
we don't have the yeah get Joe's out. We don't have the budget to fly us back and forth. What if we met in Denver. the middle? Yeah. Absolutely. If I'm ever back in Los Angeles for any reason, when Hollywood calls and I have to come, yeah. What? We didn't talk about this. You fucking kidding me, dude? You're gonna keep this podcast going without me. Oh, oh, I can't fucking wait. No way, Joe. They love you. Well, Joe. Well, Joe. You know, you know what, you know, you know what, Joe, it's funny you mentioned that you're going to keep this podcast going because I'm going to bring back a little podcast called Wrestling with Depression. Uh, it'll be back. I've got somebody working on my, uh, on my website and all this stuff. You want a sneak peek of the new one? I got a new theme song. No, I shouldn't. Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't. Shouldn't. But anyway, so I'm going to bring back Wrestling with Depression. Uh, so listen to some of those oldies. I've got the first episode already recorded. It's a fucking gem with uh, our good buddy Colt Cabana. It's going to be coming back in style. We're coming out the gates hard. And at the end, he fucking flipped the tables on me big time. Flipped them. Well, no, he, he basically took over the podcast. A lot of questions you might even have about me, Joe. They can be answered on the uh, the relaunch episode of Wrestling with Depression coming in October. And if you're a sports fan, I will be bringing back comedians talking sports where I interview a comedian and we talk about sports. I'm, gonna, I'm changing the format a little bit. It's funny you bring that up, Joe, because I'm bringing back another podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do uh, – I'm I, like sometimes I'll do – Sometimes I'll do. We, we were talking about that too, but it's just hard to fucking meet up with that guy. Um, but no, I'm I'm gonna have uh, all wrestling episodes of my podcast, Wrestling with Depression. Uh, and tell me, tell me if you like this name, Joe. Wrestling without depression. Oh, it's all wrestling all the time. Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of. Well, it's not that I'm doing two. It's just every once, every couple weeks, it'll just be a wrestling without depression, where me and some, me and some. Uh, hip wrestling guys or gals will just talk about why we love it. We're not going to run down Raw. We're not going to talk about, uh, you know, this shit or that shit. We're just going to talk about why we're wrestling fans, why we love it, why we like it, why we like it. I'm going to say this, even though I'm not going to be on this regularly. I'm still going to tell you guys to keep going. Uh, Joe knows what he's doing. He knows his way around a, a podcast microphone. Once he gets this equipment fixed and you're not hearing him in one ear and then me in the other ear, whoever else in the other ear, don't be rough on the new guy or girl. No, no, don't, don't tweet, you suck, you're not Marty. Don't do that. Um, you know, they're going to bring something else to the table, you know? And then it's like one of those things where it's like you'll have your one buddy Joe and then you'll be like, what's Marty up to? And then you'll come see me. You'll have a friend. You'll have a friend in Los Angeles and you'll have a friend in Chicago. So if you're maybe in... Delaware. Just say, I have a friend named Joe in LA. And I have this other friend named Marty in Chicago. We're your friends. And you can say that you know us. If, if, if someone's ever like, do you know so-and-so? I'm just going to go, yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Solid dude. Sure. I always say that. So you got two friends uh, in two uh, gigantically wonderful cities. And uh, all right, well. 
It's cool. Uh, buy Joe's album. Do the plug. Sweet. Yeah, I really appreciate it if you picked it up. I want to number one on iTunes comedy charts. I want to keep that going. I'm hoping uh, the industry that is Los Angeles will be like, oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy we've been ignoring, even though he's been dominating shows in this town for a fucking year? <laughs> Give him a shot, California. Let me hear it. All right, thank you very much. This has been the podcast you should know. I'm Joe Kilgill. I'm Marty DeRosa. Thanks for listening. Peace.